Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach here to help you love yourself, drop the body image issues so that you can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. All right, guys. So in today's Irresistible You podcast episode, I am going to be answering a frequently asked question, one that I get all the time, and that is around how to lose the weight. Specifically, I have been getting questions around how I have lost to date 60 pounds. I have mentioned this in some of my podcast episodes and in some of my social media posts and such. And I have received lots of questions around that, and that is what I want to address, and my answers today are probably going to surprise you, maybe not so much so if you are a longtime listener of mine, but either way, this is really something that we need to address, this is really important, and this is something that I want to break down and dissect a little bit, because as women... We default to this question so often. So um, that question is around, you know, when we see someone who has lost weight and the very first thing we want to know is like, oh my gosh, how did she do it? How did you do it? How did you lose the weight? Um, What diet plan are you on? What exercise plan are you doing? And, and how long did it take, right? We always want to know how long did it take? And I have gotten this in several different uh, mediums lately where people have asked me this question, and it really prompted me the other day when someone in my group had asked me this exact same thing, and I want to give you guys a look at what my answer is to this question, how I have lost the 60 pounds so far, and how this has been different for me from any other weight loss journey in my life. So, you know, here's the deal. We often, we often think that this is an innocent question. And on the surface saying, how did you lose the weight? It is an innocent question. And we probably don't think much about it. We don't go into it with, you know, ill intentions or anything like that. And quite frankly, it's a very relevant question to ask someone who openly shares about her weight journey, which you guys know that is what I'm all about. That is what I share with you guys on the regular. So asking someone, specifically me, um, I have been asked a couple of different times by different people, how have I lost the 60 pounds since the birth of my daughter? And, you know, listen, I used to ask these types of questions myself to other women, whether I asked them out loud or I thought in my head, man, like, what is that girl doing? How is she losing the weight? We always want to know how someone else is losing the weight because we want to replicate their success. We want to see what they're doing and be like, ooh, I could do that too. That's what I need to do. That's the missing puzzle piece for me. This is how I'm going to lose my weight too. Okay. Even though what works for my body, what works for your body 
isn't necessarily what's going to work for someone else's body in terms of exercise and diet. And I say diet in the sense of what we eat, not in diet as the four-letter word we hate, okay? So we want to replicate their success. We think if they can do it, I can do it. And then we, one of the first things we want to know, even more so than how did you lose the weight, we always want to know how long it took, right? Because we all think that there's this magic pill, this magic glitter-covered solution that is going to be the thing to finally end our weight problem. And wanting to ask these questions, like I said, on the surface level, it seems innocent and it seems relevant. And I am saying this because I don't believe that anyone asks these questions either to someone or in their head with an ill intention. I don't believe that we ask these questions and consciously know that we're doing it because it's because. It, because it's what we've been conditioned to do. That's not anything that we do on a conscious level, okay? This is all stuff that's like going on at our subconscious level that we've been conditioned to do. We've been doing it for years, and that is all thanks to diet culture, okay? This question, if we want to break it down and we want to unpack it, this question or series of questions, how much weight did you lose? What did you do? How did you do it? And how soon? How quickly? is really the epitome of what diet culture has conditioned you to do. And so the reason for that is women have been conditioned through diet culture to look for a magic pill, look for a magic solution, and the quickest, most pot, like the quickest, fastest way possible, okay? Even though we all really know there isn't a magic solution, we still have this like glimmer of hope somewhere that there is. And so when we see someone else who has had weight loss success, we hope that, ooh, like, yes, they have that glimmer of hope that I know that I can do this too. And I bet you they did it in this way. And then they come to find out it's not that way. <laughs> so... Here's the rub, here's the reality, is that nobody wants to hear my real answer. Nobody wants to hear how I've actually lost 60 pounds personally. My real answer to you is not sexy. It is not magical. It is not a quick fix. It is not an answer that I feel is probably going to impress you right off the cup, like right off the hop. It's not gonna impress you the minute you hear my answer, okay? And if you are still in the headspace of following diet culture, which if you are, you probably don't know that you are, okay? But if you are still kind of in the diet culture mindset, I know my answer is not going to impress you. My quick answer, because there's a lot of layers to my answer to you, my quick answer to you is, it has taken two and a half years to get off and keep off 60 pounds so far in my journey, okay? And many people are going to see that as a failure on the surface. So if we want to just say surface level, like that question is surface level, if I just give you the quick answer, how long did it take? 
it has taken me two and a half years to take off and keep off 60 pounds so far. That answer is not going to impress you or it's not going to look sexy and magical and it's sure as hell not looking like a quick fix. Am I right? And I get it. Like there's plenty of people that can lose 60 pounds in six months, eight months, a year, what have you. And that's great. Kudos to them. This is where I need to get a little more complex in how I answer this question. Because yes, it has taken me two and a half years. And I will tell you why. I see that as a win. Okay. In two and a half years, I haven't gained my weight back. I am not deeply depressed. I am not staying up till three o'clock in the morning, watching the infomercials, looking for the magic fix. I'm not up late at night, giving my credit card to some company for some diet pills that are going to probably give me constipation and have me birthing a baby in the toilet. I'm not on Instagram falling for the detox tea bullshit. Okay. I'm not signing up for gym memberships that take money out of my hard earned bank account every single month. And then I never show up again. I'm not doing any of that shit. Okay. And I spent a lifetime running on the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle of staying up till three o'clock in the morning with the infomercials, buying the diet pills, buying the gym memberships, buying and signing up for things that I know I knew I never really wanted to do in the first place. Going on deprivation diets that told me I'm a piece of shit, bad person because I want a cupcake. Going on deprivation diets where entire food groups are cut out of my life. And then I think I'm a failure because I can't stick to it. So for me, 60 pounds in two and a half years, it's a win. Why? Because number one, I haven't gained the weight back. Number two, I am not depressed sitting in my house, shoving food down my throat as fast as I can get it in. And I have removed all of the restrictions and rules and parameters around what it means to lose weight. And what it used to mean for me to lose weight was the whole like start over on Monday, get rid of all the food, eat healthy, stay on the restrictive plan. Don't, you know, don't go off the plan because if you go off the plan, you're a piece of shit and you're a failure. I don't do any of that. So that's a win. Okay. Number two, how do I do it? How did I do it? How am I doing it? Because I'm still on my weight loss journey. I'm doing it because I'm now eating in moderation. Okay. Before I recorded this podcast, your girl had three cupcakes. Do you think I care? No, I don't care. I eat it and I move on with my life. In the morning for breakfast, I'll have my egg beaters and my avocado. And I'll have a healthy eating day. So I do things in moderation. It is my birthday weekend, and I'm going to have cupcakes if I want to have cupcakes. And I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up and verbally abuse myself because I wanted cupcakes on my fucking birthday. So I eat in moderation. Now, am I eating three cupcakes a day, seven days a week? 
every single month? No. And if I was, I sure as hell wouldn't be sitting here telling you I've lost 60 pounds. I would probably be sitting here telling you I've gained 60 pounds. So I eat in moderation. I don't cut out entire food groups. I don't cut out entire foods. And I don't beat myself up when I indulge, okay? And when it comes to weighing in, so I weigh in once a week, face the music once a week, good or bad. I don't sit here and like beat myself up and get sad and mad and depressed because, oh my God, the scale went up. Oh, the scale didn't move, right? Like I've also learned that if the scale goes up by a pound or two in a week, that doesn't mean I've gained back all of the weight I lost. That doesn't mean I have to completely start over and be like, I'm starting my diet again. I see that now as a metric, as a number and a tool to be like, this is what happened to your body this week as a result from what you did. Whether you think your actions should have yielded this result or not, this is the result that you got. And I'm able to see that and know that one week I might be up a pound. Oh my God, into the world. I might be up two pounds. Why? Because that is what our bodies do. Our body is not designed to always stay exactly the same. And so I now know and recognize that if the scale is up a pound or two, there's probably some water retention. There's probably some sodium. There's probably, um, you know, the things going on in the woman's cycle. Like there's just things that happen. But I no longer see that as like, oh my God, I gained all my weight back because I gained a pound. I see it as a metric. And I see it as like, okay, this is what's happening. I know that tomorrow I need to stop eating three cupcakes a day. Okay. But I don't see it as I start over tomorrow. I just see it as my journey keeps flowing and moving, okay? I also put the brakes on all the drama around when the scale doesn't move. And I feel like, girl, like you worked out this week. You were eating on point. You were doing this. You were doing that. If the scale doesn't move, the scale doesn't move. It's just a metric. So. Before, the diet culture mentality, the fat girl mindset is like, oh my God, pull out all the brakes. Nothing's working. I got to get more extreme. I got to cut this out and cut that out. That's what we do when we're in that mindset. And then when you ask, when you ask, well, what, what exercise plan are you doing? I am losing and keeping my weight off because I have organically incorporated movement and activity, physical activity in my life, not because I'm obligated to do it, not because I've shamed myself into doing it, but because I want to do it. And in the past, I felt obligated to do it. 
I felt I had to do it because the only way to lose weight is to do P90X, which is like super extreme over the top. Or the only way to lose weight is to get a gem, a $55 gem membership and go be around a bunch of muscle heads and feel uncomfortable and do stuff for 90 minutes that you don't even want to do. I don't do that anymore. I walk. I lift weights, I go kayaking, I do kickboxing, and I do it because I want to do it. And the days that I don't want to do it, I don't sit here and have this like, this like, um, you know, inner, inner turmoil with myself about how I'm a lazy, fat piece of shit. I just am like, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I'm not doing it today. I've done what I need to do for the day. Moving on. Okay. And I'm telling you this because I have been on the opposite, the opposite end of the spectrum to where this is so embarrassing to like even admit, but you know, you you guys know, I like, I totally keep it real with y'all. And I have worked out before naked in my mirror, in my house by myself as punishment, because I thought I was like, bitch, you're going to look in that mirror at all your fat rolls while you're sitting there doing squats and sitting there doing sit-ups and sitting there working out. I do not recommend this to anyone. <laughs> it was a hot-ass mess. And so I sat there, and you got to be in a really bad place to do this. I sat there, and I worked out naked in the mirror telling myself every nasty, disgusting, most like vile thing I could think of because I was so ashamed and so disgusted with how big I had gotten. I have done that. What value does that do for me as a human being? Not even physically, but like the mental, like just the mental like that's going on if you do that to yourself. I have stood in the mirror naked and pinched, literally pinched the shit out of my skin and my body so hard that it left bruises because I thought I deserved that. And that is so sad. I did it out of hatred for myself. I did it out of disgust. And that is something that I will never, ever, ever, ever do again. So I do things organically because I want to, because I like it. And if I don't like it, I'm not doing it. So I am not impressed by your CrossFit routine. I am not impressed by how much weight you can bench. I am not impressed at your 26 point whatever sticker on the back of your minivan. But for you. Kudos to you. That's amazing. If you can run a marathon, I'm not knocking it. But what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to be like shamed and impressed into thinking I have to do that too to be a worthy human being. I don't want to run a marathon. I have no desire to run a marathon. But anyone that can do that, it's amazing. It's like you should be proud of that. But I'm not going to let someone else's success shame me into thinking I need to run marathons and put 
those 13.1 and 26, whatever it is, stickers on the back of my truck. Because I don't need to do that. That doesn't work for Amy. What works for Amy is doing what she loves to do. And so if I were to sit here and tell you, this is how I exercise and you can't stand kickboxing, you can't stand walking and kayaking. And then you sit there and think, I'm never going to be able to lose my weight because I can't do that. That's not true. And that's what I mean by what works for me may not work for you in terms of diet and exercise. Okay. So the next thing that I want to say is we got to start talking about the emotional weight. And if you ask me how I've done this, it's because I have lost God knows how many pounds of emotional weight. And like I said, no one wants to hear these answers. Nobody wants to hear, it took me two and a half years to lose and keep off 60 pounds. That is not sexy. Nobody wants to hear that in order to lose and keep off the weight, I had to dig deep and do the work on myself that nobody wants to do. Nobody wants to hear that in order to lose your weight and keep it off, that you have to face the feelings and the emotions and all the shit you've been pushing down with food. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that it takes longer than six weeks to get your abs. I don't have abs. I'll probably never have abs. And I don't care. I don't care if I have abs. Nobody wants to hear that in order to lose weight, keep it off and be in a good place, like a good headspace, you've got to rip the wet blanket off of all the emotions and all the bullshit stories and all the emotional stuff you're carrying around. Who wants to do that? I'll tell you who wants to do that. The women that want to do that are the women that are sick and tired of being sick and tired. They are the women that are listening to this and like raising their hand and being like, yes, girl, I am done with this body hate yo-yo diet shame cycle. I'm done. I want to actually do what works. I want to actually fix the bigger symptoms of my weight because the weight is not the issue. The weight is a symptom. So the way that I've lost emotional weight, the way that I've changed my mindset, the way that I have like dumped all of that emotional BS is by following the five guiding principles of Irresistible You every single day, every day. I don't talk about this because it's the coaching program that I sell. I don't talk about this because it's how I make a living. I don't talk about this because it's some bullshit plan that I made up, I talk about this because I actually do it. I talk about this because it's actually how I have broken the cycle. It is actually how I can look at someone who is ripped in beautiful shape and not feel jealous. It is how I can look at another woman and not call her a bitch because she has the perfect Coke bottle shape. It is how I can look in the mirror when I was 270 pounds when I gave birth to my daughter and not want to kill myself because I weighed so much. 
because the Amy that used to pinch her fat and work out naked would have wanted to kill herself if she stepped on a scale and saw that it said 270. So this is not some bullshit that I talk about because I want your money. I talk about this because I wholeheartedly believe it because I live it. And I am clearly, if you haven't gotten this by now, I'm not a fake person. I call it like it is. I say it like it is. And I don't hold back. And if I don't believe in something, I can't talk about it. I can't passionately tell you something that I don't believe in. This is why me and corporate never get along. Because I always have to speak my mind at some point, And I can't let stuff go when I believe in it. So following the five principles of irresistible you is how I've lost weight. It is how I keep the weight off. It is how I get myself in check when the chatter starts in my head about you're not good enough. Oh my God, look at her and look at you. You think that still doesn't happen? Of course it still happens. The difference is I know how to rein it in. I'm like, nope, not listening to that today. Moving on. And so I've done it by not giving a shit what you or anyone else thinks about my body. I've done it by not giving a shit if you sit there and like want to snicker and laugh and say something because I have a fat roll. Oh my God, I have a fat roll. Oh my God, wow. It's the end of the world. I don't care what you think. I don't care what anyone thinks. I have lost it and kept it off because I know that I am worth more than a number. I am worth more than whatever size is in the back of my shirt and the back of my pants. I am worth more than a number that pops up when I step on a scale. I didn't know that before. Because of that number, none of my other contributions to life, to my work, to my business, to my job, to my family, none of that mattered to me because of what the scale said. And so when you're living a life where you are contributing great things and you are a nice person and people love you and None of that matters to you because of the number on the scale. That's actually really selfish. It's actually really, really selfish because we hold ourselves back. And then so by holding ourselves back, we're not able to serve other people. We're not able to give the world more of us. And so I've done it by knowing that I am valuable. And I am worth more than a number. And I have way more, th- way more in this life to contribute to society and w- the world and my family and my friends than how much I weigh. And for anyone that thinks otherwise, bye. Bye, Felicia. I don't need you. And that's what I try to tell you. Like, when you know your worth, you're going to let those toxic people go just like, bye. Like, you don't need them. You don't. And you don't care because you know you're worth more than some toxic asshole that is worried about how much you weigh. I have lost the weight and kept the weight off this time because I don't focus on 
Ooh, what's that girl doing? What's her quick fix? What's that fad diet? I don't care. I don't care. I'm not impressed by you losing 50 pounds in five months. I don't care. I have done it because I focus on my healthy habits. I do it by focusing on the foods that I eat, the foods that make me feel good. I do it by eating healthy food that I actually like. I used to think that eating healthy meant eating raw vegetables with a teaspoon of ranch dressing. And I thought it was absolutely disgusting. And so I was like, I don't like vegetables. It was because I had not yet learned how to cook vegetables in a way that actually tastes good to me. Right. And for me, like putting them on the grill, sauteing, putting some like seasoning. Yes. Yes, girl, all the way. And so sometimes it's not that you're just not, you just don't like certain things. You just don't know how to do it yet. And before I thought a salad was some iceberg lettuce, some carrots, some shredded cheese, and maybe some broccoli. And that was a salad. And that's no wonder I hated it. Right? No, I found salads that I love like kale and spinach. And then I put strawberries and pecans and I get the healthy, smart breaded chicken tenders that I love because I don't like the grilled chicken in my salad. So I don't eat it. But I also don't eat like greasy ass fried chicken in a salad. And I put blue cheese and balsamic vinaigrette. And it's like the best salad I've ever had. And then some avocado on top. So I do it because I have focused on healthy habits and healthy meals that I love and not quick fixes or, oh, so-and-so is eating, you know, only grapefruit for breakfast, or so-and-so is only eating X, Y, and Z, so-and-so is on keto. I'm not doing stuff like keto. Because when I restrict, when I can't have things that make me feel good and, like, makes me happy to eat, I get really mad. And that is not a way that I intend to live the rest of my life. I intend to live the rest of my life eating food that I actually like, that is healthy. And the more you make these healthier habits and these healthier choices, when you go back and you eat certain things that you used to binge on, you kind of can't take the taste anymore. And for me, soda is such a good example of that. Everyone that know, like, knows me knows that Diet Pepsi, or, I mean, we are just like, we are like this, okay? I have to have my Diet Pepsi first thing in the morning. I have it at every meal. And I'm not giving it up. And I don't want to hear your, like, did you know this, 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 and this? And that? I don't care what you have to say. I don't care. Because all I used to drink was Pepsi and Coke, real. And I would drink way more than I drink of diet soda. And... Now I like want to throw up when I taste Coke. I just can't, I just, I can't. So I have done this because I eat what I want in moderation. I eat healthy foods that I actually enjoy and I'm not eating diet food because I thought that's what I had to eat. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see the difference? I have also done this because I don't see this as like starting over on Monday. I told you that earlier in the show. Like, I don't do this because I had three cupcakes today because it's my effing birthday. And then I think, well, tomorrow's Monday, so I better throw it all in the trash and go buy a bunch of diet rabbit food that I don't want. No, I'll have a cupcake tomorrow. I'll have one. I'll have one. That's it. 
and the rest of the day, I'll have my egg beaters and my, my avocado, and I'll have my summer salad that I described to you earlier, and I'll have my healthy dinner, and life is good. Moderation. I have done this, and I'm doing this because I no longer strive to become something that I'm not. I no longer try to lose weight to look a certain way. I no longer look at myself and compare myself to other women. Okay. I have my own definition of what it means to be irresistible and beautiful. And that's all I need. I don't need to look like you. I don't need to look like her. I don't need to look like anybody else. Period. End of story. And that is because I accepted and now appreciate that I am curvy. I have always had a super curvy body. I have ginormous hips and I have a smaller waist. There's like a 10 to 12 inch difference. And I think that's amazing. I have a big chest. I have thick legs. And no matter how much weight I lose, I will always be thick and curvy. I can't change that. And for so long, I didn't want to look like that. It made me feel uncomfortable to, because I always felt my body was too sexualized, even though that's not the word I probably would have used. I didn't know that, but I always felt uncomfortable with my shape. And no matter how much weight I lose or when I get to my goal, I will always have that shape. I will not be straight up and down like the supermodels that I used to see and I used to envy when I was younger. I was a teenager. I actually really love my shape now. I love it. I don't want any other shape. So I do this because I don't strive to be something I'm not. And on the same note, I'm not out here trying to pursue some perfect body. Because I know that the perfect body, it's a lie. It doesn't exist. And any woman that you look at and think that she has the perfect body, I would love if there was a way that you could spend 24 hours in her brain to actually know what it feels like. And I'm not saying every woman with a beautiful body is miserable because that's not true. But a lot of women that you see are suffering to maintain what they have because they haven't learned all this stuff yet that we're talking about. So they are actually depriving themselves and not feeling good enough, still not feeling good enough, even though the rest of the world is like, damn, I wish I looked like her. I am here because, and this is so important, because when you ask that question to a woman, well, how long did it take? I told you my answer was two and a half years to lose 60 pounds so far. I should have already been back to my pre-baby weight plus the goal weight that I'm trying to get to. Most people would say you should have already been there by now in two and a half years. And the old Amy would believe that and would be beating herself up because she's not there yet. But I'm doing this because I removed the deadlines and the timelines to lose my weight. 
I remove the deadlines to lose the weight just so I can say and impress you and tell you, yeah, I lost 100 pounds in six months. Because why do we care about the timeline? We care about it for two reasons. Number one, we want to fit into a certain size or look a certain way for a certain event. So like our reunion is coming up. There's a wedding coming up, whether you're in the wedding as a guest, um, as a bridesmaid or as the bride, right? There is a, you know, something that you have coming up where you feel like you have to look a certain way and why the reason is not for you. It's because you don't want people to say something about you. You don't want people to look at you and see that you've gained 50 pounds because if they see that all of your contributions to the world, all of your success, all of the things that you have accomplished will mean nothing in your mind to anyone else because, Oh my God, you gained some weight. So we want this timeline because number one, we want to be a certain size by a certain date. And number two, we just want to impress people. It's all ego-based. We want to be able to tell someone, I lost 100 pounds in 10 months. I lost 60 pounds in six months or whatever. Because we feel ashamed to say, two and a half years. How many of you with a straight face could sit here today and say, it took me two and a half years to lose 60 pounds? Because so many of you are thinking that means you're a failure. No. You know what's failing? Failing is gaining another 60 pounds because you've decided not to get this stuff in check. Because you've decided that losing the emotional weight isn't important to you. So I see it as a win if you can lose any kind of weight and keep it off because that tells me that you have mastered and accomplished the, the emotional weight that used to hold you down. And until you master and lose the emotional weight, there is no magic diet. There is no 3 a.m. infomercial. There is no mimicking another woman's success that is going to get you the results that you want and the results that you need. So sure, you might lose your 60 pounds so you can go to so-and-so's wedding, so you can wear the backless dress that you've always dreamed of, and as soon as the wedding's over, what do you do? I bet you go to McDonald's after, because you didn't eat enough at the wedding, so you're hitting up the drive-thru on the way home, and next thing you know, six months from now, you've gained 25 pounds back. Why? Because you haven't lost the emotional weight that keeps feeding the cycle to you that the only way you get value and worth is to be a certain size, is to follow a certain diet, is to be able to woo and wow people because you can tell them you've lost X number of pounds doing the, you know, such and such gimmick diet. Is that really impressive? Is it? I don't think so. But until you go into this world, to this mindset where you learn how to lose the emotional weight, that stuff is still going to impress you. Because I was the same way for so many years, so many years I was like this. So the way I've lost my 60 pounds, the way I've kept the 60 pounds off is by doing every single thing that I just said to you 
And the number one most important piece of it is I lost the emotional weight. And by losing the emotional weight, I broke the yo-yo diet body hate shame cycle that kept me thinking that I had to lose weight in a certain amount of time by a certain date. And if I couldn't stick to it, I was a piece of shit. I broke that cycle. And I'm damn proud of that. That's a win. And I broke this cycle because of all the things I've gone through, all the trial and error that I've done. I found the formula, the system, which is the irresistible you framework. And I'm not just telling you that. That is literally what has saved me in this journey. And lastly, I have done all of this because I don't talk to myself like a piece of shit. I don't stand in the mirror and pinch my fat rolls till they bleed. I don't stand in the mirror and tell myself how horrible I am. I don't look at myself and want to sit in the house and, and decline going out tonight because I think I look too fat. Do you know how many times in my life I would like gain back five pounds, maybe 10, and make a decision that I shouldn't go out tonight because everybody's going to know I've gained five pounds? Who is going to know that? And secondly, who's going to care? And if they care, so what? Those are the by Felicia people that you need to get rid of. And so these are all my answers to what seems like a very simple question, which is, how did you lose the weight? What diet are you doing? What exercise plan are you on? And how long did it take? It seems like a simple, innocent, relevant question. But when we unpack it, that answer is not always simple. And I used to fall into the trap that I believed I had to give you this answer that was going to knock your socks off and make you feel so jealous and like blow you over of like, oh, yes, girl, I lost it in six weeks by doing this and this and this and this, and you can do it too. I don't care. And if you are finding yourself asking this question, whether you're asking it out loud or whether you are asking it in your head, I want you to stop and question why. Why do I feel that I need to know how quickly someone is losing their weight? Why do I need to know what she's doing and how she's doing it? And what does that have to do with me? And I want you to ask yourself, am I asking this because I'm curious and I just want to know, or am I asking this because I'm looking for a quick fix? And if you're looking for a quick fix, and if you're looking at what someone else is doing because you want to mimic that thinking, that's what I need to be doing. That's the missing piece. That's the thing that's going to fix me. Then we need to have a conversation because that tells me that it's not a diet and it's not an exercise plan that you need to be concerned with right now. What you need to be concerned with is dropping your emotional weight. And it's the emotional weight that's driving those questions. How fast can I lose it? How can I get it off as quickly as possible? That is not healthy thinking. Because we should be striving to say, 
how do I actually get to the heart and soul of this issue and get the weight off in a way that there is no no timeline, no deadline, so that I can get it off and so that I can keep it off and that I can do it in a way that I'm still happy and enjoying my life. And so if that is something you're struggling with, if emotional weight is where you're being held back, then we need to talk. I want to know what's going on with you. I want to hear from you. You know, send me a message. Tell me where you're struggling because I know that I can help you with that. And my programs may not be for you, but how do you know if we don't talk about it, right? So what I want you to do as you're listening to this is I want you to send me a message. And I also, if you feel like the next best step for you would be to learn more, then I want you to make sure that you sign up for my free training, which that link will be in the show notes. I know this was a lot. I know this is a lot of information coming at you at one time, but it needed to be said. You need to hear it. And this is really and truly the only way we're going to get the weight off, keep the weight off, and become confident and love ourselves in the process and do it from a place of self-love versus self-hate so that you can actually step into your power and become irresistible you. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please go over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. It means the world to me. It helps other women find us. It helps the message get out. And I would love you so much if you could go and do that. It only takes a couple of minutes. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Until then, stay irresistible.